If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Hey guys, I don't know if it's just me or the winter or the weather or what, but it just seems like there's a lot of people around that are feeling down and just out of it lately. And that's one of the reasons why I'm so excited to introduce our sponsor for this week's episode of The Friend Zone, Talkspace. With Talkspace, you get unlimited messaging to your dedicated, licensed therapist and only for 32 bucks a week. We're all for mental health and wellness here at The Friend Zone, and now you have access to an affordable, confidential, and convenient method of therapy. Go to Talkspace.com slash zone for a special $30 discount off your first month. Or download the Talkspace app on the Apple or Android app store and use coupon code ZONE. Talkspace, therapy for how we live today. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friends Zone. Let's start the show. Tell the truth this week. I just want to tell the truth. I'm so tired. I don't know what to do. So I'm gonna take you higher with the freestyle. Real wild, real, real wild, real world live. Take it up, take it up, take it up with a patty pie and put it in your face and smack it down. Tell your whole race that you the quickest. Like I'm saying, you gon' get this. Don't you miss this? Cause a bitch is tired, so I'm gonna pass this to Dustin and take the beat right back like I'm a I want to get in the bed. I'm so tired, I don't even want head. I just want to go get in the bed instead and go to sleep, leave me alone like I'm a dreadhead. You know, you don't ever talk to them. You act like they is them people in Grimm. They not, they just niggas with hair, and they do it like that because that's their flair. No, Rick, it's just what it is. My name is Dustin. I'm tired in the kid. I'm tired in the bitch, and I really do itch, and I really want to get in my bed. Ain't that a bitch? I'm tired, but I still got to do this show because I'm wild. I just took a five-hour. How many times you gonna change the beat of Sunday? This what happens when you get the DJ the aux cord. You turn into a little mama song. <laughs> little mama, that was Miss Jada the band. All the <laughs> oh my God, Miss Mama, Little Mama do be changing Her all song the time. Her songs change every time. Eggs, grass, sausage, lip gloss, mama, 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 lip gloss. Like what? What just happened? Low key, 
you know, it was Lil Mama song and shit, whatever. But Sausage was the Sausage jam, was the shit. Even the video was all key. Key. When, when like, they was They don't give her her Look, props, Lil man. Mama, y'all about to make me fake stand for Lil Mama. I'm not about to do that. <laughs> the girl is talented. And if, right. and if nothing else, the TLC movie shut us all the fuck it up. It did. Because she played left eye like she was the right one. She... <laughs> okay? She did. See it clearly. <laughs> and did. on that note, <laughs> welcome to the friend zone, your oh, weekly look into God. all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental <laughs> hygiene. Because who in the hell wants a one eyed musty brain? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? That was a great one. You guys, you have to uh, be thankful to Sante and Dustin because they are exhausted right now. <laughs> oh my God. I feel like. <laughs> I don't even know how they got through this intro. Me either. I really like I feel like somebody put me in their pocket. <laughs> That's how I feel, dog. I do. They went from DC on Saturday to Boston on Sunday to work to on Monday. To work on Monday <laughs> to the friend zone tonight. Hey. Okay. <laughs> Y'all are good though? No. <laughs> we tired of them. Well, I can't see straight. I'm looking at the thermostat right now and it looks like it's got Hebrew writing. It don't even look like numbers. I swear to God in heaven. It I'm just running like on Wendy's chili and weed. I can't even Jeez. see. I'm using Braille. I'm like, I'm feeling the things on the goddamn. That's how tired I am. I can't even look. Why I'm tired, man. What time did y'all get home last night? I don't know. <laughs> what time did we get home? I don't know, but I got up for work this morning. <laughs> also, and that shit was crazy. I thought it was going to be easy, breezy, beautiful, because, you know, sometimes I take advantage of my job, but today they took advantage of me. <laughs> I know, I worked my fun. ass off today. Well, y'all got to get used to this famous schedule Listen, now. you know, listen, as tired as I am, I do still want to give most thanks to the highs for being booked. Yeah, okay? I'm grateful. As, <laughs> you know? I'm grateful as all of the hills. I just want to go to bed. So for all of y'all that out there that are tired, but you don't want to seem Bottom ungrateful, line. you know. We, we we need the energy to keep being popping. So, you know, that's know. why we I'm, I'll get spray y'all with rose water throughout Thank the show. You. Listen, and that spray that you had there, that sprayed there, you know, that's what gave me the momentum. But right. you can spray me a little with a little of that rose nylon, too. Gnirkin <laughs> <laughs> flirkin. Rose nylon. St. Olaf. Why ain't they made like a St. Olaf amusement park yet? Right. That'd be the shit. It needs to be. A, that's a roller coaster name. Ride the Gwinnerkin Flurkin <laughs> at 315 feet high. Take you three stories in the air. Why don't they have a St. Olaf amusement park with Rose's pictures? Betty White's still uh, alive. Right. Give her her flowers while she's still here. Did you see the article where Betty White says she's struggling to date? <laughs> I bet she is. Shit. She's struggling to do every motherfucking thing. She's 114 years old. She better be a cougar on them. Betty well, White was she... on the first TV show. <laughs> Like the first one and shit. The moving, she was in moving pictures. <laughs> oh, no. Betty White was in the Ten Commandments. Betty <laughs> 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 White was some... at the real Rosewood and shit. I mean, you said Barry White. <laughs> he was too. You're damn. Give me the baby. Give me the All right, baby. But I was mad. I was dying because someone retweeted. I was dying. No. <laughs> no, no. Someone retweeted her article and said, because men are liars from the womb to the tomb. <laughs> and that's the tweet that we highlight in these streets. In these streets. Okay. That's a good one, friend. You'd have been in the streets, the friend. T- 
Oh, that's man. a genius tweet. I died. From womb to tomb. So Betty, Betty White, I was going to call her Betty Womb. <laughs> <laughs> she had the first one of them, too. Sound like something from Love and Hip Hop. Right. <laughs> What's up? I'm Betty Womb. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Betty Womb. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I wish there was a camera so I could give them confessional <laughs> the, yeah, hands. Yeah, the confessional hands. <laughs> you guys, I sat behind the entire oh. cast <laughs> of Love and Hip Hop New York at the VH1 Divas Live. Shout out to Fran being at the VH1 Divas Live <laughs> on Silent Night, Christmas okay. special. And if Dustin and Asante weren't so busy, <laughs> they would have been there with me. I'm sad they couldn't come because Woo! they would have lived to be able yes. to sit behind the Mariah entire, Lynn, yes. Cardi B, Cardi Hennessy, Cambella. Um, I thought, oh. I, I, what I call her? I called her Lil B and you said it's oh, Young B. Yeah, Lil B the bass mom. <laughs> Lil B the bass I had guy. the wrong B. <laughs> Waves. <laughs> Juju, mm-hmm. Yandy, literally everyone. Oh, and then the two girls from BBOD. ATL. Oh, I was about no, to say. I mean, Malik no. and uh, Khadiz are the twins. <laughs> no, no, not that ATL. No, uh, uh, Arian. Arian and Tommy. Yes. Arian and Thomas. And there's sparkles. <gasps> why you why you gotta do Tommy like that? Tommy is a whole man. She I don't give a damn. No. Tommy, like, not a, not that she has a penis. Let's be clear, you guys. I'm talking about like her strength. Like she's so forthright. Yo, she stands I don't know why up. scrap wanna yeah. play with me like this. I'm not doing that shit. And Tommy, like, you know what? For her all that she is in, her body is crazy, but Tommy is honest, like yes. a man, like in <laughs> yes. a way where she don't give a fuck. Like I remember, they were they asked her something, and she sat up there with her leg crossed, and she looked at Nina Parker, and she was like, "Yeah." Mm-hmm. Oh, they asked her if she had tried to hit Jocelyn with that car, and she was like, "Yeah." <laughs> mm-hmm. What? Yes. She she ran down on the bitch twice. She ran down on Jocelyn. She did. Yes. In the E-class. I appreciate the calm. She ran down on Jocelyn in the E-class with bad tags. She did. I'm telling you, like, she really did. She, it was an E-class Mercedes for real. I don't know about the registration. But it was. And she, when they asked her about it, friends, she literally was like, yeah. And I was like, damn, I like her. She kept, you know. Tommy's my kind of crazy. She's That's a leader. She must meditate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she definitely needs like, some meditation. No, I don't she acts like a dude. I'm telling you, she thinks she is the interpretation of Steve Harvey's "Think Like a Man" or whatever. <laughs> yes. When they showed, think back, Asante. You'll yes. know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> think back to that reunion special that they had this year uh-huh. when she was coming in. Remember that how they were saying security was going through, winding everybody. Oh and yeah, going through and all she this was stuff. like, remember Asante? Asante? Remember she was like, she, she was like her bag. Yes, they were going. She had a Giuseppe Zanotti like shopping bag with it had apparently the shoes she was going. Where she's like, damn, bro. She's like, y'all gonna, y'all gotta like do nigga. all that shit. It take all that. Damn, like, dog. Real. It take all that. Tommy, I'm telling you, Thomas, Saint Thomas, I'm like mad. the island, the island. Well, they all looked. It was beautiful gowns. <laughs> great, great gowns. <laughs> great gowns. Beautiful gowns. Fran, they were their authentic selves. They were it, their well, actually, authentic Aaron, selves. Actually, Arian and Tommy weren't in gowns, though, weren't they in, like, no, actually, great cat right. suits. Great Because our people they had on dance skins. Yeah. Oh yeah, Charlie. They had on Charlie, suit. <laughs> Charlie was missing an angel. Oh my god. That was Tommy's cut. They had on reinforced toe cat suits. <laughs> Sandal foot cat suits. They had what they had. <laughs> See all this show today. We ain't doing it. It ain't happening. 
<laughs> it ain't happening. <laughs> okay, so, mm-hmm. but yes, well, by the time you guys hear this, the so VH1 show will already be out. So I was gonna plug it, but it's, y'all have done been watched it and DVR'd it. <laughs> All right, so let's jump into <laughs> on last week's show. We discussed the spectrum of sexuality. And oh, wow, a lot of you had (laughs) so many interesting perspectives. But I will say shout out to y'all for being totally respectful with your opinions, which I loved. I love that we're having such honest discourse on our platforms. So, as always, you guys had a lot to say. So, Asante, who stood out to you? I want to shout out Bree Brown, sent in an email to the friendzone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. The title is Rigid Sexuality and the Black Church. Ooh. I feel like we didn't talk a whole lot about that. Ooh. Because, <laughs> you know, when it comes to us in the church, you know. <laughs> this week's podcast, well, last week, sorry. She wrote it in time, though. Got me to thinking about why I feel so strongly about masculinity and men's inability to explore their sexuality. Honestly, I was taught the exploration of sexuality was bad regardless of gender. Masturbation, pornography, fornication, shoot. Wow. Even playing house as a kid, all sins, all off limits, all playing bad. house, playing house. <laughs> wow, damn. <clears throat> so when I got to the age when I started dabbling, lol, experimenting slash exploring in these things, in these things, <laughs> they were all shameful secrets. I can only imagine if a male did the same thing in secret and found himself exploring with the same sex. The shame that the church has associated attached, pardon me. To the whole process has caused him to hide all of it. When that's where all of them at. Man, sure. Down the way, he forces himself. Down the way, he forces himself. Into relationships with women because that's what's expected. This is where I found myself. The first two boyfriends I had growing up turned out to be gay. Even though we were kids, I mean really like 15 to 17, that still colored my interaction with guys going forward. Anything that the church had labeled as a feminine quality caused me to put my guards up and limited my dating pool. I don't have any answers. It's just conversation. Thanks, guys. I thought that was super, super dope. That it, it was. It got like her thinking, that. and I even like that wrap-up, you know, because sometimes, you know, we just want to get some conversation started, and that was a good point. That was a good thing to uh, to bring up that we didn't get to touch on a whole lot. Thank you, man. We can do a whole episode on that Okay. One. What about you, friend? What you found? Motivation to Inspire said on SoundCloud. <laughs> okay. Love the name. Right? Love the name. <laughs> Um, She said, I love the topic this week. I was in a similar situation as Molly, and honestly, it brought up some deep-rooted homophobia and double standards that I didn't even realize I was holding on to. Mm. I was the one who asked the question but wasn't prepared for the answer I received. It took me three months to get over my fear of dating this guy who was amazing besides this quote-unquote flaw I thought he had. But in the end, everything works out. To me, it's about maturity and understanding that sexuality is not black or white. Freedom is being able to explore and express who you are. And black men should be able to receive the gift of freedom just as much as anyone else. Keep up the good work. I love your show. Yes. Thank you, Motivation to Inspire. I love that you, by your story, were able to catch yourself (laughs) And deconstruct some things, like I was saying, I've had to do on last week's episode. And I'm, I'm wondering, are you guys together? Like, did it work out? Because you know, okay. I want an update. Are you packing? Because <laughs> I need to know. Oh my god! 
I mean, I just has to know. Someone Look. tagged me on the clip from that Broad City episode, <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> my mentions were all over the place last week. You guys are so but funny. But did you watch it? Yeah, because I remember the episode <laughs> oh, yeah, with did. the guy. Yeah. Ooh. Imagine him getting back, though. I mean, just imagine. Listen. My Peggy Bundy and me. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Shit. What about you, Dustin? Okay, what you find in the streets? In these streets. In these streets. Oh, yeah. You got to sing that with your bottom teeth and lip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So the first tweet that I want to shout out goes to you. Shout out. My girl, Patty LaHale, at Maleficent, underscore M-A-L-E-F-I-C-E-N-T-T. Her tweet reads, quote, I am that I am, quote, God. Quote, I said what I said, quote, NeNe Leakes. Please, Quote, I said that I am, quote, me lying about washing dishes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> She's a genius. It was so great. shout out to Patty LaHale for that. <laughs> okay. Um, I would also like to give a shout out to Bridget at BGRS. What a great simple Twitter handle. And thank you for simplifying this for those of us that have to repeat it. Um, who tweeted, Dustin, I say that George Wallace quote all the time. What's going on now? What's happening now? What they doing now? <laughs> at Friends on Pod. So she was listening. Shout out to her for listening. I would also like to give a shout out to Auxcord um, and her Twitter handle. And that's A-W-K-S, like awkward cord. I thought that was so cool. Cute. Auxcord. Her Twitter handle is T-W-E-L-V-E-4-5 underscore. She said, I should have recorded the choreo. I did to the intro of last week's friend zone pod. People so. really loved last week's friend zone intro. <laughs> I saw right. so many like messages about it on especially on SoundCloud. I wanna give a shout out to at no I'm for real ho who said, my <laughs> professor just said, yeah, I love her all. Just for that what? alone. You know, I ain't even going to read her like tweet. I like how you read it so, like, <laughs> That's her Twitter handle. And you know what? We're going to shout out props Nam just for, for real that. Ho this week. Yeah, she gets props just for that, so thank you. <laughs> Moving on, the next tweet I want to shout out goes to at, Bob, at B-O-B-E-A-U-B-R-E-A-U-X. And her tweet says, Dustin, buy back the block is a call to action, and I'm glad you know it. Friends on pod. I said Buy Back the Block last week, but I was giving a shout-out to the new Rick Ross single um, called Buy Back the Block, where they're literally rapping about buying different businesses and different franchises of businesses. And it's Rick a really Ross? dope— Rick mm-hmm. Ross, okay. yep. It's um, it's a really dope song, and I love the message behind it because sometimes there's a message there and you don't really realize it, and to me, that's when you've done your job as an artist. So it's called Buy Back the Block. It's Rick Ross, Gucci Mane, and 2 Chains, and they're literally rapping about buying different f- fast food franchises, gas stations, homes on the blocks, whatever. Buy really? Back the Block. Yes, and I think what what a more— That's from this year? Th- or it's it's, br- it's literally brand new, mm-hmm. right? Oh, so it came out at the perfect time when we need to stand together and literally start taking ownership of our neighborhood so yes. shout out to them and that's where we ended it was some other funny shit but we'll get to them next week um because unlike the gospel song i do feel some ways tired so <laughs> let's move on so let's jump into this week's show so national geographic released an article about a year and a half two years ago and it says national geographic determined what americans will look like in 2050 and it's beautiful you can literally google that And all of the images will pop up that will align with what this episode is about today. So I would love for you guys to pull that up now if you're by your phone or computer. But... 
the point. <laughs> no, you didn't. So the article starts and it says, it's no secret that interracial relationships are trending upward and in a matter of years we'll have tindered, okay cupided, and otherwise sexed ourselves into one giant amalgamated mega race. But what will we look like? National Geographic built its 125th anniversary issue around this very question. And when they showed the pictures of what the, Ameri- the average American will look like, it was very multiracial. So, aside from that article, I also saw a CBS News post saying that um, schools in Toronto and schools in California are now um, posting about scientific studies stating that there are six different genders. What? I don't know how. <laughs> There's two. <laughs> well, the the six genders in oh. this study say there's male, there's female, there's trans male, trans female, gender queer, and then gender nonconforming, and then different identity. So those are the six. I am going to just give a disclaimer that I'm going to be very ignorant this episode. So if you are listening, just it's all jokes. Bear with me, but I'll learn the lesson after the show. No, and they're even saying that there are a couple of universities, um, in particular UCI Irvine, that for prospective students, they actually have those six genders listed for you to use to describe yourself when you're signing up for the school. So it's something that's... um, What about the people that already go there? Well, well I they mean, already classified. Yeah, they already they're already classified. I but guess what if they ready? They can reassign. They can pick a different bubble right. now. Right. That's. I think that they are not including everyone, <laughs> and that is right. You think they're missing? Yes. You think by sometimes you got to go back. Six. You think go by back. adding? You think by adding more that they are actually including less? Listen here. Sometimes you got to keep an eye on your own house. Okay. <laughs> so I understand they want the influx and they want to be leaders and have everybody that's coming in have a spot. What about the niggas that's been there that's been paying y'all bills to print the paper out that had the boxes to check (laughs) for the new shit? You know, I just need sometimes, you know, keep it, go back. (laughs) Like Lizzie McGuire told you, let's go back. (laughs) So those of you listening might be like, okay, so what does the multi-race, well, one mega race from Nat Geo and the six-gender application that's being passed out in Toronto and California have to do with each other. Because when we all become one race, then mm-hmm. we all going to be different sexes. And you can only go to school in Toronto or California. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> Everything's changing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it got me thinking. Everyone says that genders and race, right, are both social constructs, right? Mm-hmm. That they're not real. They're just <clears throat> classifications that have been created so that we have boxes to check off in applications and just an easy way to classify the people that you're around socially, right? For the census and things of that nature. So I was having a discussion about these six genders and this one multi-race and it got me thinking, do you think when you think of the world in terms of where it's headed now, if in 2050 we're all going to look alike, if, you know, now... With uh, the evolution of the conversation of genders, now there's so many different kinds. You're not just male. You're not just female. Now we have, obviously, this is just one article. uh, Well, not one article. One discussion on the six genders. Some people may agree. Some may be like, there's 10. There's 20. I mean, it's all based on opinion. But how do you think, what do you think that says about 
the direction the world is going? Do you view that as progression? Or do you view that as some kind of, I'm trying to think what would be the right word because regression is definitely not the right word. But do you think it's scary that cultures are kind of mixing to the point that you won't even be able to spot them or learn from them or see them the way that you can now? And then genders, there's really no way to classify it. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Right. Where do you see the world going now with all these changes? Because I noticed one thing with um, the election that a lot of people were saying, especially the older generations, that the world is just moving too fast for them. (laughs) All these changes, you know, all these conversations that millennials, I think we're more open to discussing, even like we were discussing last week's show. We're more open to these conversations but our parents, our grandparents, it's a little harder for them. And I think sometimes we forget that. And that's why a lot of them voted in someone like Trump, because they almost feel like he will put an end to all this shit. He'll <laughs> shut that shit down. He'll shut all that shit down. Wow. Like men and women, men and women get married. No one else. You know what I mean? Reproductive rights. Like all these things, like he's going to just shut shit down and bring it back to, as they put, as they claim, traditional values, you know? So there's really a separation when you see um, the different the different generations. There's really a separation of of how we see progression and how we see re- regression. Right. So I'm curious, what do you guys think? Is it a good thing? I think it's a great thing. Mm-hmm. I do. I think that it's going to force a <laughs> lot of people to change their opinions and their perspectives on things that have been critically divisive of people. I think that everything changes when you are directly impacted through a relation or through like something happening to your family member. It's it's the same story as when people hate gays, but then they have a son and their son is flamboyantly gay. And now all of a sudden they're an advocate or now they understand the importance of being fair and in the way that you treat people. So that's what's going to happen. It's going to force people to kind of confront some things that they think about. And I think it's also going to create a really great opportunity to highlight culture. I don't think it's going to make cultural um, elements and cultural um, fundamentals disappear. I think if anything is going to highlight them because people will be so excited to celebrate the different parts of their makeup mm-hmm. and the different parts of their background. So it's going to bring to the forefront, you know what I mean? All of this study and all of this, um, this, this, they're just going to take notice of everything when it comes to your cultures, and everybody's going to be excited about that. So I think it's really great, and um, I think that it makes it easy to have a type without shame. And so uh, everybody look alike, so oh I got to feel bad. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I think it's great. I think it's a great thing. And you think it's great. Um, and I mean, I know you're saying mm-hmm. it allows you to have a type. Mm-hmm. But when you see now, like, it's especially because we're kind of spoiled. We live in mm-hmm. New York. Yeah, you know, so you we have, have a like variety. Chinatown. You have Little Italy. You have um, Flushing Queens, neighbor- which is the same thing as Chinatown. <laughs> <laughs> you have neighborhoods mm-hmm. like the Indian neighborhoods and like 30th Street in that mm-hmm. area. You know, you mm-hmm. have so mm-hmm. many cultures. You have the Haitian neighborhoods. You have so uh, Washington Heights with all mm-hmm. the Dominicans. Mm-hmm. So African ooh, market. African market, right? I mean, I live right by a couple of those. Yeah. So. You know, these are things that are going to change, especially the way people look. Because if you guys, like I said, if you pull up the Nat Geo article, you will see that they show what the average man, what the average woman will look like. And what do you think that, 
you think that's okay? Like that people will not look different. I think the different all cultures. All we're going to notice a change in is simply the aesthetic and the way that people look. Right. But when it comes to the availability of things that are specific to certain cultures, I don't see that diminishing. If anything, I see it getting bigger and things being more readily available because everybody's going to crave something to make them individual. If we all walking around this motherfucker looking alike, then what is going to do... Um, what is going to differentiate you from everybody else is if you stand out. Well, how do you make yourself stand out? By highlighting what makes you different. And so I think we're going to see a surge, a boost, and in, in an increase in people being proud of their heritage and their cultures. And I think that what we're also going to see a boost in on a petty note is the expose of people who are not. So all them people that lied for all them years talking about they had Indian in their family and shit, once this shit go the down, Cherokee. everybody walk around this motherfucker looking like a pair of Air Force Ones. You know, it's just all one color. You know what I'm saying? When we all walking around looking like that, that's when you're going to know, you ain't no motherfucking Indian in your family. Where is it at then? Where's the paperwork? Everybody else got cultural paperwork and shit <laughs> and artifacts and shit. Oh, no. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> what say you, Asante Picante? You know, I think that it's good that we are moving into a direction where we can have a lot of these conversations and open a lot of these doors. But, you know, I think I'm an old lady because I don't want to say it's bad, but in my mind I'm thinking I'm just scared. It's very scary. And with any, with any change, it's kind of like with all of this coming in, as we bring up more boxes to check and stuff you know it's kind of like well why why does everybody have to to do that and i understand that we all need to be educated to some degree about a lot of this stuff as it happens but it's like the old lady in me is like ain't there enough going on in the world right now to where we talking about that we all going to look alike so it makes me think you know when we all start to look alike and assimilate how the change for things is going to be different too like, I might be a different kind of old lady now that we all looking alike. <laughs> like, you know, we're actually going to be focusing on things that matter maybe or it'll just be become a whole nother ball game on a different part of ego battling, you know, whatever is happening in marketing. I always think about it'll marketing. almost take away that as an excuse, like the dark skin versus light skin. Right. It's like, okay, now you all look alike, so right. what's the new fight? It's, exactly. So mm-hmm. it's like, what's going to come next from that? It's, okay, so we all look alike, but then we all still have different sexualities and we're still, you know, celebrating different parts of our cultures maybe. But it's like the battles just keep shifting in these different arenas. And where we are right now, where we all focus on these different colorism issues, it's almost like... <laughs> When we all look alike tomorrow or the day after, well, now what does that mean to us, though? Like, you know, how, how do we work towards that together? You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, if we're saying that we're, we're all going to look alike or not even, moving forward, how do I operate within my community or even as a responsible, you know, person of the world in everything that I do? Because looking at that and seeing that picture just makes me think about, all right, how else are we going to be selfish? Even checking new boxes. And I hate to just seem like I'm only focusing on these two little things, but just little things, right? Just on these two things, if we have, whenever we have these options in any arena, it just almost is like, but wait, you're forgetting me. Like the more we kind of dial down, like even Black Lives Matter, okay, well now we're specifically focused on black folks. Then people were like, okay, but not the gays, not the, uh, you know, not the the women, you know, just black men. Blacks are at the front of this. But it's like, all right, but, you know, blacks are, it's more than just men. So now it's just different struggles. New levels, new devils. Mm-hmm. So all I can think about is all the new devils that are come whenever we get more boxes or even as we all assimilate to one, how it's just going to be like, all right, what are, what are people going to... Um, What's going to be the new thing? Yeah. We done fighting over oil now. What are we going <laughs> to fight over next? We I'm going to get a toe at it. 
fuck y'all. I'm giving me a six toe. <laughs> okay. So I can be winning out here. Okay, you know so what I'm so like, let's say let's say <laughs> let's say the six toe becomes a trend, right? All right. Mm-hmm. All right. King Six Toes, like, oh, I'm fucking this nigga. He got six toes. Like, oh, yeah. my God. Like, Six Toes, well, the new the thing. Imagine the positions you can be in with that extra bit of balance. Oh, my <laughs> God. Sex would become like parkour. You'd be all up the walls and ceiling okay. and shit. You can hold on with that six toe. That six toe could have stopped a lot of people from getting out of here. I'm See, telling and, and you, because you could have grabbed with, on to something With this else. new six toe. Oh, no. Okay, so now with the development of this new six toe now, mm-hmm. there's an influx of people that are going to enjoy it. But think about all the niggas out there that with they, you know, they good five toes that never got the they six. They ain't going to be good no more. Exactly. And the six toe is going to allow you to exactly. test the temperature of the water quicker. So, so now that we're talking about... <laughs> So now that we're talking about how we all might look like one day, think of all the people that might come out. The KKK might get like a resurgence or something. Like after this conversation, there ain't gonna be no KKK. They all look alike now. No, no, they don't. That's they what might be I'm telling you. That's what I'm saying. As of today, now that we're talking about somebody from the KKK goes out on their newsletter, National Geographic saying we all gonna look alike. They're going to be like, no, we popping out all the Caucasian babies for the next five years and we're going to overpopulate this bitch. How about that? But they kids ain't going to do nothing but grow up in a world where everybody else look alike, and so they're going to want to be like everybody else. This is going to stop it all. I can't wait. I'm That's so I'm mad. Kind of, I'm fascinated. And my parents had me too early. I'm mad at my—I'm going to call my parents and go off because I want to be there to see the shit. <laughs> 2050. Oh, my God. We, we might be here. I was going to say, we might be here you for that. You might be old and, as shit. But <laughs> if they got the pill now— <laughs> Imagine what they'll have by then. But so I can still enjoy that, it. That like the 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 lifespan is increasing. Like Thank we're God. living old like older. Really? Yes. Janet there's Jackson been a change. <laughs> so Recognize. don't be surprised if you're here still hanging tough. <laughs> but you know what all that's gonna be more chemicals and things that Never mind. You can't stop it, so you might you as can't. well get with it. You can't, but <laughs> I told you the old lady in me, she'd just be right there with her cane, like, fuck that shit. <laughs> How I'm much longer I mean, I kinda, I, I'm, I'm in the Might middle. Be making it 2050. I'm in the middle, actually, funny enough, between you and Dustin's Why, opinions. Why you this week? Yeah, I'm in the middle because I see, I see the fascination with Dustin. Like, I see mm-hmm. how it is kind of cool when you're removing gender conversation and you're removing race as a conversation and now we can all just unify because we all look you know look and feel and relate all alike and it's like okay like you said you know what's going to be the new conversation what's the new battle now that we've removed all of these social constructs and that is kind of exciting because where will the world go right you know like is that going to help i can see that really helping in a lot of ways do you think they'll bring uh, revisit the conversation around incest at that point too because Hell we all nah. kind of look alike Hell and so somebody no. somebody's no. gonna revisit that no oh my gosh hell no nah. no <laughs> because you're still other... related to who you're related to people aren't gonna think about look at are. it that way they're gonna be like we all look alike but so. we ain't all gonna be brother and sister you get what <laughs> I'm mean, saying well, so you people, just gonna they have, might be, have the siblings similar, you have yeah, we, we all have similar coloring and well, like yes. whatever but we'll look physically different yeah, absolutely Featured, but, but yeah. even but but okay we all will still look alike but there are still going to be other people around that kind of think in those different spaces I don't want to seem rude I or don't say, believe that you know incest that, is still going to be as taboo as it is today well yeah it, only for the people that it's for and, and, and I but don't that's see that thing, number but getting it bigger still might, and, and I don't want to be in that number I ain't even going to front I mean I that don't so, I'm, not for me. I'm pushing this conversation, and I'm really not <clears throat> like a pro. Uh, <laughs> I'm even like, are you that. Pro yeah, you pro. Incest? What you? You pro Bristol? <laughs> Y'all know I don't even fuck with my sister like that. Literally. 
know. <laughs> okay. Literally. Know. Me, me and my sister both go the other way on each other. Like, not on not on each other. This you is know all what? gross. I'm not Let's even about to do on. this now. Thank you. Hell like, no. I don't even like girls. Y'all got me doing this shit. <laughs> no, but I'm saying I, I see Dustin's point and I think it's so true. But the little old lady in me too <laughs> that loves the beauty of culture, especially being that I'm from New York and I was born seeing all these different skin types and hair and, you know, the different celebrations because we have like street oh, parades yes. and, mm-hmm. you know, and like there's an element of that that... It makes me a little sad, and, and I know I'm going to get crucified for saying that, but I it's just no, honest. I mean, like, you think it would disappear, like the, those ha- celebrations? No, the celebrations won't disappear because, like you said, the key to that is making sure that even if you're mixed, celebrate and learn your different cultures. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Don't try to turn it into, like, one mega race. No. Just like it'd be- celebrate it. Yeah, like, I'm a mixture of this, that, and the other, and learn the languages, Learn the historical references, learn the meals, how to cook, you know, like learn yes. the things that That's make these be cultures beautiful. I'm about to say something really ignorant, but that just makes me think of how different it's going to be. Like, you know, when you go around and travel to different destinations, but everybody looks like you everywhere you go. So you might be in a different part of the world and somebody's wearing, you know, their the garb, whatever it may be. But it's like, well, you look like me, so now I'm wearing the garb. It's going to change all the conversations on appropriation and everything. Oh, Wow. I mean, well, no, because I mean, culture would still be culture. Exactly, though. Even though the cultures are still different, like, ain't we nobody going to be wearing... We can all have the same complexions, right? We can all have the same complexions, same hair types, yeah. have different features, and somebody can be... One person can be standing next to me with a yarmulke on, <laughs> and the other person can be standing next to me with a kente headdress on. And they'll both be celebrating whatever those cultures are. Right. You get what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. And that's I think what I'm that saying. That will as long as that's not lost. Yeah. And the the appreciation and celebration and and passing on, you know, those beautiful references from your cultures. If that isn't lost, and I think it's a beautiful thing. I think it's cool. But like I was saying, the old lady in me, though, just visually, which I know at the end of the day is not real. It's a social construct. Like what is skin mm. color and all these things. Right. But there's a beauty in the diff, like varying shades. Mm-hmm. and va- You know, there's yeah. such a beauty in that. There really is. And so and obviously I'm a mixed like I'm mixed looking and mixed culturally. So. I'm kind of speaking on my own <laughs> look. No, but, no, but literally. <laughs> but every time you say that, I think yeah, about... Yeah, but when I see my grandmother and my grandfather, you know, who obviously they played a huge hand in creating me as a mixture, but I see them and there's a beauty in them. Like, my grandmother is indigenous. She's the Puerto Rican one. So she's this. she has this hair. It's stru- super straight and it goes all the way down to like right underneath her the, her butt <laughs> and she keeps it in this long beautiful braids she looks like a little arawak indigenous person and then my grandfather rest in peace he was this beautiful dark skin but then he had like this wavy hair like he was just fascinating and they're both together were fascinating to look at as a kid i was like they're so interesting looking <laughs> you know and i was a mixture of them and that's a beautiful thing but I do think, you know, it's knowing that people like them that look like them will probably not will cease to exist is interest is you know, that's tough. That's Absolutely. Tough. I also think that there will be cosmetic procedures that will come 
and a rise. I think how there's been a craze of like plastic surgery. I think that there'll be a cosmetic procedures available to make people create certain different skin tones and varying oh, levels didn't of. Didn't you uh, say yeah. that one day? Stuff. Like yeah. people will be like gold and green. Yeah, we'll be able to do all, in, the, in the future, we can do all. But that. I think that that will happen, and not in like, like the way gold tiny and green. Your eyes. Yeah, just like that. I think people will be able to like it will become trendy to like change your whole entire skin color oh and shit. Oh my people God. People will start he doing already part all of the marketing. Of you People will look, start doing all of that You had of the game, Could Dustin. Yeah, this is lit. I'm ready. <laughs> you this to, is lit. Because let me tell you the, the one thing you can't change. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So let's separate the real from the fake around this motherfucker. All right. But I, but you know, I, like I said, I see both sides. So clearly, there's a part of me that that. Sante laughing. Yeah, clearly, friend. Still, there's a part of me too that. Look. There's a part of me too that. Okay, you talking about separating? Let's go. You talking about an ID badge, a work badge? Oh my god. So I'm on the, you know, I'm somewhere in the middle where I see, I can see both arguments. I can yeah. see the more traditional people that are having a hard time with the changes. The only one that I don't really connect with is the gender conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't see that being a problem because to me, if you can check off, a, not that that matters either, but align yourself with the gender that you feel you are as opposed to the one you were assigned, that's just going to make a happier person, right? That's going to make someone who feels better about themselves, who most likely will be a more positive contribution (laughs) to the world because they're not being held down. They don't have to repress or suppress who they are. They don't have to hide it. They don't have to put themselves in dangerous positions sexually because they, you know, are trying to like make money to eat or whatever. Yeah, like make money to eat or even just find love where they can. Like in these little, like, you know, these dangerous positions that people have to be put in because they have to do it down low and everything's hidden. And then there's more room for error when you're, when you're hiding like that. So I really think um, sexually, I don't think that that's a problem. I actually think that's incredible. Like, I think it's just going to make happier people. And to me, happier people means a way healthier world. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But the race one, you know, I'm I'm in the middle, man. I see both. I see both arguments. But dialing back to the gender for me, I think I don't I've always hated like labels and things like that anyway. So I think for male and female they don't have to just be male and female but i think as we have more conversations about sexual sex and sexuality and gender and everything under the sun i think it's just dope that we can talk and have these conversations yeah and get people thinking before about we start them. adding a lot of these titles and stuff because as we add more it's like we haven't had enough conversations in these in one arena and then we just throw more things into the pot and i think that's why for me it's always like all right i don't know if i want to talk about this <laughs> hold up because you just catch because you know the minute that you start you say one thing people are like okay well you you can't and they want to attack you but it's like well i don't know because there's so much information being put out at one time about certain things it's like you know we're not all caught up if i'm and I'm not. If I'm a straight white male, you know, I have all of this privilege and I can pick and choose my lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? As a black man, I'm just getting a lot of stuff thrown on to me on top of the stuff that we have to work through already. And then there's all this new stuff coming up that we have to catch up with and all these different arenas. So I think sexuality, when you add more titles, it's really cool and it's really helpful. But um, I'm one of them children that's going to be left behind in certain conversations because I know what I want, what I don't want. And as long as I'm not stepping on anyone's toes then I should be good. But if it makes you feel good to to identify and check a box and I find myself in a space where I need to be educated, then cool. I think when it comes to gender, right, I think that male and female will continue to be the predominantly accepted designations of gender, right? I think that 
we live in a time where it is becoming increasingly more common for people to be, um, for people to more, people are arriving at different schools of thought from like their parents Mm. quicker. It used to take much more generations, right? Many more generations rather to change and shift a perspective, right? But now people are being educated more. People are are allowing themselves rights thanks Mm -hmm. to social media, thanks to so many things. So I say that to say that we live in an era where it's going to become very easy and far more common for people to teach their children to be more accepting of multiple genders. So I think that male and female will continue to be the most, most you know, widely accepted genders. But I think that we're going to live in a world where you do see multiple, you might see five or six bathrooms. You might see, I think it will be increasingly, no you'll see more of that. Or you like unisex bathrooms, like just no Whatever. more male you know or female. You know what I'm saying? You're going to see more... Um, you're going to see more people. You're going to see people taking advantage of opportunities to be inclusive um, more often. And I think you'll see, like, state laws where you have to have, you know what I'm saying, certain types of bathrooms and shit like that. We're going to live in a world like that. So I'm all, let me tell you something. I am all for it. So you and think some, it's progression? I think it's progression. I think it's great and dope. And I think that, that people that are resistant to change like that, I think that we really have to check that because that's yeah. exactly why we're in some of the, the really fucked up predicaments that we're in now because people aren't as willing to change or be accepting of whatever is new or different from what you know or what you come from. You got to be open. And I think that if we are, we'll alleviate a lot of the problems that we've been having. So this brother over here is with it. I'm ready to roll. I I think this is so dope. What's your takeaway? Still warming up. Progression or regression? Still warming up. You know, (laughs) as things come my way, I deal with them. But outside of that, you know, just have fun over there. I gotta be honest though. Like, I'm really surprised to hear you say that. But, well, what are you surprised to hear me say in particular? it's difficult for you to be open to like accepting the fact that it's gonna change, that there's multiple genders or multiple, um, I think that the the, the newness and classifications, right, or well, one race. That, what it really boils down to is just like we haven't had enough arenas to talk about some of the things that we talk about now. Mm-hmm. So it's like, like for you know, I can totally understand being trans man, trans woman, but like you know, when you say gender queer, just being ignorant, I don't know what that means. So it's like, all right, I, you know, y'all just throwing extra stuff in here, knowing off the bat, a lot of people deal with things and they want to be, they want to identify themselves before. <clears throat> Well, maybe living in Atlanta for a long time, it was just this whole like, well, we don't really, even though it's the gay mecca, it was like, well, sexuality isn't the, the forefront of, you know, our conversation, whether it's who we're having sex with or whether, you know, what we identify our sex as, you know. So you would meet somebody or I would meet somebody and they would be uh, transitioning and they would be like, oh, I don't go by anything. I go to the DMV, they ask me male or female, I don't want none of it. And it's just like, okay, I think that's cool. And it's kind of saying the same thing as picking a box because you are still choosing something, right? Male, female, nothing. Still something chosen. But I think as I choose nothing, it's because I have not been... um, I haven't been put in spaces where I feel like a lot of people can talk and agree to disagree and and move on and have a lot of those conversations just had for a, a grand scale, you know? So a lot of that comes to... All right, well, I'm good over here. If it affects me, you know, if we driving and you hit my car, then we got to talk about insurance. Until then, I'm just riding around, you know? So you don't think about, though, when we have conversations like this, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't, like, automatically make you think about moments where you haven't felt as included or moments where you have felt like, damn, it's really fucked up that people, like, are just unwilling to be normal with me just because of point A. 
Well, when you like, say when you normal, think about though, the way that that feel, felt for you. Well, but when you say normal, like mm-hmm. normal has always been very um, <laughs> not. So th- that's why for me, it's like there isn't like a normal. So when people are looking for something to hold on to, well, you think about people just, mistreating you for being a gay man, right? Or uh-huh. mistreating you for being a black man. And you know that there's supposed to be a different feeling from the way that they made you feel. You know that the way that they made you feel was inappropriate. And you know that they made you feel that way simply because you were black or you were gay, right? You know what I'm but, talking about? But for that's, me, no, but I'm not. Well, yeah, like, okay. So when you know what that feeling feels like, because that's what they're actions were rooted in just because you were something that they literally did not even want to like try to understand enough to respect you doesn't it make you automatically say well you know what if i have an opportunity to live in a world where nobody has to feel the way that that person made me feel that does that make you feel excited i just don't believe that that is possible right so i can't even get to that point but i have said like if there are teachable moments and i have to have them then more please but a lot of it doesn't affect me at given times that's why if someone were to say all right we're going to vote on whether or not you want to add these these extra uh titles i would say yes because it's not my business if people want these titles they can have them right i have my title like the few titles that i want Mm -hmm. but completely understandable to that like if i am put in a situation where someone felt like a you know just because you're not fucking with this because it's not your struggle I really think it's fucked up that you act like that because that's pretty much what it, what it boils down to in some points. And it's like, I can see that being fucked up and that's why if I need to be sat down and be like, all right, this may not affect you in this arena, but this is important to me because we're friends, so now it affects you. Then it's like, all right, got it. Now I'm going to deal with it. This is our, our battle. Just like with the... Uh, Parents dealing with kids being gay and be like, I don't want no gay child. And then their child be gay. I love gay kids. You know, give them a tutu. It's like, what? But it- And I was reading the comments, mm-hmm. of course, out of curiosity. And because <laughs> I'm just like, what are people saying about this? Right. And the majority of people were worried about their kids. You know, what yeah. kind of world are we going to bring our kids in where they are so impressionable and being told, hey, you're, you can either be a girl or a boy or a boy who feels like a girl, or a girl who feels like a boy, or non-identity. You know, like, they just felt like this is all too much, you yeah, know? Yeah, it's and, overload. Yeah, and, and mind you, my description just now is based on the comments right, before you guys right, jump on me. <laughs> but that's what people just felt like, this is a lot, this is too much, you know, the more conservative, traditional generations. And they were also worried about procreation. Mm-hmm. How can we have a world that is going to continue on if male and female, you know, are not? Because um, biologically, people will still have penises and vaginas. And so the people that still want to have sex that have those will have, make babies. Well, their their <laughs> argument was they have penises and vaginas, but not not the ones that will allow them to procreate, though. Oh, well, they then that is why they won't be able to procreate. But the people that were born with penises and vaginas. Right. But that that's exactly the argument that was happening in the comments where people were like, that's why, you know, this needs to not change. What's the argument, though? That men and women are the ones when they get together that they can have kids. Anyone outside of that should not be an, uh, an option because this is going to hold back. That's a totally a different whole. conversation, though. Completely different. Yeah, that was their but argument, though, th- for thing the that comes six up. genders. Yeah, that's I mean, why they were, like, not feeling it at all and not open to it. Essentially, that's the world that we live in today. Bitch, you, if I'm, okay, 
So a man and a woman can have sex and make a baby, but mm-hmm. you also can be a gay couple and adopt kids. You can do whatever. Like, that's what's going on now. Mm-hmm. So people just get a grip. And, and I'm tired worried. tonight, so I'm just going to be quiet because <laughs> I'm ready the big to, like, start is, snapping. And the big thing is that, like, overall, I'm an old lady because I just don't want things that are going to affect me. But, like, I'm all about acceptance. Like, I'm all about people doing what they want to do. I'm all about... Well, go ahead. I just feel like if somebody else said verbatim what you just said, you would, like... For, you literally just said I'm all about whatever as I'm, long as it don't affect me <laughs> like that's what you said as long and as it I don't affect me I cannot believe that because it's like if if someone else made that same argument in connection to so many different things me and you both would sit here and vilify them together about about a well, lot is, of different stuff and so for you well, to I say like I feel like I'm being misunderstood now okay, like, well, so, so what? be clear for me then cause I'm like I'm not judging no, you I'm, I'm just know, shocked that it's coming no, out of your I'm mouth glad, cause I well, know I'm you glad. I'm glad because I wanna know it cause you know I've, I've been hanging around Andrew you a li- too so much. we're talking so about now. we're talking about so right? like, we're okay, talking see, about a world where races have mixed up so much that people literally are starting to have the same physical look as far as the color of their skin or whatever right that's the conversation so you said Well, there's that, mega race and there's the, the sexuality. But, the well, two whatever. So let's use them both. Okay. So you said that you're fine with whatever happening as long as it doesn't affect you. As far as sexuality and mm-hmm. picking genders goes. Because mm-hmm. I've already picked mine and everybody else can pick theirs or whatever they want. Now, going into that conversation, we, had, we didn't delve into the other one about the... Uh, you know, only people that can have parents being parents. But what's the other part that you're confused? Because about the conversation we were having about gender was the fact that we were going to live in a world where it was widely accepted that there were six genders. Correct, friend. Correct. And so when we brought that up, I you said like, mm. the old lady in me feels like it's too much, and I just, you know, I just feel like as long as it don't affect me, whatever. But what if it does affect you, or whatever? Well, yeah. What if it's and necessary if it does for people affect to? Me, if the car hits me, then we got to call the insurance. Then I have to deal with it. How, but so how would that affect you? It would okay. Well, it would affect me if I had kids, mm-hmm. and one of them decided, you know, Dad, I'm genderqueer. Okay. The old lady means gonna be like, ow, I don't do not know what that means. What the hell? Like, I'm not gonna be like, you can't be genderqueer. Like, we don't do that over here. I just don't know what it means. So for me, it's just like, all right, now, like, not in a, a really like, oh, damn, now I gotta learn another one. But for me now, it's like, okay, now I have to sit down, figure out what this means, and if this involves me or not. But this is really just this person's feelings and, and how they're gonna live their life. If they want to be genderqueer, fine. But as far as like, um, if it was gonna be a situation to where they added races. And all these things, and we had to like ch- like rechoose or subchoose. Like, okay, so I'm a male, but I'm also gonna identify myself, or I'm being given the option to identify myself as uh, something else, right? You know, like how there's like cis cisgender, cis hetero, cis all this. Like, I don't know what a lot of this means. So that's why I'm just kind of like, this is too much. It's really not a for me, and I know it probably sounds that way. That's why I'm really interested. I want to get to the bottom of what you're feeling because I know people are gonna listen and be like, "Oh hell no!" But well, I took just... it as you just saying you you wouldn't get in the way of people um, aligning themselves how they want to. Right. Like, that you wouldn't be like, "No, you know, pass a bill against it." Right. But you're also not interested in trying to learn. <laughs> everything that people are feeling they need to assign themselves to because that's where you become the old lady where you're like, listen, I'm worried about me. You worry about you. So you won't get in their way, but you're also not going to stress yourself trying to figure out everybody's storyline. Absolutely. Okay. I can understand. Okay. It just sounded to me the same way it sounds when people say like, 
okay, well, you're gay? Okay, cool. I don't agree with it, love the but I love you anyway, and we can be cool. I just don't agree with your hate lifestyle. Hate the sin, love the sinner. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right, that right, kind right, of right. shit. And I just couldn't believe, because I, I know who you are, that's and I, I couldn't believe like, that you were saying, like, it, like it gave you pause that every time we talked there. about it. Yeah, like, I'm like, what the fuck no. is this nigga talking about? Like, it, it gave me pause. Well, you know what? It gives me pause, and I'm just going to say it. Like, whenever, like... It comes out after male or female, and as a gay man, people don't like to admit this, but like it's confusing to me after that. When you go down, uh, if you just feel like you have to reassign sexuality, I know you have to go through like lots of um, uh, sit downs and talks with someone and make sure that that's what you want to do. And for me, I can't even get to the point of having the sit down, and that's just me because of my brain and where I'm at or what I. You what don't I have need to have the sit down. I don't. Though. But and exactly so for me because I just don't find myself in those spaces when a lot of those topics come up I don't want to seem you like overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed yeah like it's like an instant like hands up like hands off because <laughs> I don't want to seem like I'm gonna say the wrong thing because you see people vilify all the time for saying the wrong thing even when they're not even trying to hit close right. to it that's why when you said that just now I wasn't getting mad I didn't want to get mad or turn up with you I wanted to know well, what you it was. ain't gonna get mad and turn up with me <laughs> for what I'm saying not is for the show. right and what I'm saying is. <laughs> I just, like, I'm not a trans person, you know what I mean? But when I hear certain things, I'm like, that's great. That When I hear of, like, different laws passing and different strides being made and acceptance. Yeah, helpful. And I'm excited right. that a group of people who, you know, have felt not so great about themselves are now feeling more liberated. Right. Across the line, you know what I'm saying? Like, and so I just never feel the moment of, like, whoa, you know what I mean? Like, wait a minute, I don't get that or whatever. Because I automatically, and this is simply a difference of perspectives, that's all. Absolutely, But I automatically go to a place of, like, empathy whenever I hear a story of somebody like, you understand what I'm saying to you. Yeah, I get both sides. And a lot of that (laughs) probably deals with um, how sexual, what our sexuality may have been rooted out of or conversations around them or maybe not around them. What you mean? Like you may have had more conversations in different sexuality or sexual spaces or dealt even with your own personal sexuality different mm-hmm. than I have. So I wouldn't even with be... more a, openness. Right. So oh, you might have so a... I think it's the opposite, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm sure. Oh, you I'm can sure. mean as an adult. Yeah. Go as ahead. As an adult, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel that it's progression to have one race? Do you guys think it's regression? And then with the six genders, do you guys think that's awesome that now people can be whoever the hell they feel they are openly and it's all respected, all embraced? Or do you think that's an awful thing, um, especially in terms of procreation? Do you think it's regression? Are you more of a traditionalist and conservative? Let us know. I'd love to hear this your This is a thoughts. great conversation. This, and I'm not mad at Asante honest. for everybody that's listening and <laughs> thinking we got into it. Fuck y'all. No, we didn't. We're simply having a conversation and that's what happens when you have conversations. I wish we, uh, the conversations would happen more like this. Or I think on it's video good because we're not all going to think the same. Right. You know, we all have our little different If you saw this on video, on you would know that we're not arguing. So fuck y'all. And furthermore, <laughs> let me say this. In this this week in the comment section, can we try something new? Now, I don't know if it's new or old cuz I don't read the damn comments anyway. <laughs> but instead of telling us how you felt about like what what our opinions were on what we discussed, just tell us literally how you feel about the topic. That's so true. Let's get as Put many perspectives as that. we can Put get. Put your ribbons yeah. up and show us how you feel. Because <laughs> a lot of people Clear like... Tell 
A okay. lot of, I, that's just every time I hear the word opine, I always think of Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of people like to opine on hey. other people's thoughts instead of just simply sharing yours. And I'll read the comments. We learn this more week. that way. This week I'll read the comments, and I just want everybody to give me their perspective. I want to see how everybody feels about this. So let's yes. try that this week, and I'll read the comments, and I'll even get down there and respond this week. And say, put your ribbons <laughs> up if you really want him to read your comment. Put start your start it off up. with, put your ribbons up, <laughs> and then tweet him and ask him what that means. <laughs> this week's episode of The Friend Zone is brought to you by Thinks. Thinks is period-proof underwear that replaces tampons, pads, and cups on light days and is the perfect backup to tampons and cups on heavy days. We know this sounds pretty weird, but it's not that weird. It's awesome, actually. What's the magic behind Thinks? Four bits of tech that make them antimicrobial, moisture-wicking, absorbent, and leak-resistant. The top layer fights bacteria and absorbs any liquid into the uber-thin layer right beneath it, so you always stay dry and fly all day long. Get $5 off your order with the code FRIENDZONE at checkout when you shop at SheThinks.com. That's S H E. T-H-I-N-X dot com. Code FRIENDZONE to save $5 off your order. So that's it for this week's hot button issue. Let's jump into this week's wellness segment. Don't look at me, friend. I am looking at you automatically. We can't move forward without you. <clears throat> Falsetto this week. Well, 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 well. <laughs> <laughs> so for this week's wellness segment, I actually wanted to discuss one of my self-care rituals um, that I'm actually going to make a video about this that will be up on Saturday. But I want to give you guys a sneak peek into one of them so that you can get ahead of the crowd before it sells out. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm right cool now. in my friend zone. But Because um, <laughs> I know how you are. <laughs> so Hasnea, who is... The amazing, she's an amazing part of my team um, for my wellness retreats. We have been friends for many, many years now. She's such an amazing person who just is so good at her craft. She works with herb blends and she's huge on Chinese medicine and oils and tinctures. And she just really studies. <laughs> Dustin's over here making faces. Texturizing. <laughs> she's just really well read, well studied. She's well traveled and she. Her her biggest thing is creating medicine, healing medicine for people who take on a lot of other people's energy. And she basically views herself as the healer's healer, which I love Come because on. I feel like people forget about themselves when you are taking care of your family, taking care of your siblings, and maybe at work you're the one that takes on and shoulders the majority of the projects that you're given. You know what I mean? Like, all of us take on the weight of something in our lives in some way. And I love that she focuses on that. Not just on being like, oh, I'm sick, heal me. But she's like, you know, those of you that take on everyone else's issues, how about you? Are you taking care of yourself? Probably not. This is for you. And I love that she took that niche market. So she has a store right now, which I'm so excited about because I've been dying for her to have products. What's the website for <laughs> I've been dying for her to have products for the longest so she finally launched and her store is called Resonance Apothecary. That's R-E-S-O-N-A-N-C-E and Apothecary is A-P-O 
T-H-E-C-A-R-Y. And it's an Etsy shop. And I had to highlight, she has an empath spray. It's on the top row. You guys, I use this spray. I've mentioned the Palo Santo before. But my morning ritual consists of clearing my energy with the Palo Santo, which is just such a nice smell. And I think waking up your senses in the morning, smell, sight, you know, like just at touch, everything to do things to kind of stimulate those things, just kind of wake you up in a really amazing way. So I try to do everything to stimulate my stimulate myself in the morning and I, I knew as soon as Man, I said look, it and I had been it's a man's world because <laughs> every morning I gotta get I, up I didn't want to be disrespectful oh my okay? god because it is a wellness segment you know we don't want to be trying to cut you <laughs> right, off right right no but listen it's very very important however you see fit whatever it means to you to stimulate all of your senses as soon as you wake up in the morning you feel so alive you feel very present and in the now. I feel so alive. So, <laughs> so things like and scent and things that you're looking at and music, things you're hearing, things you're eating and drinking, like those things matter. All those things matter. So her empath spray is amazing because not only does it smell incredible, Asante <laughs> already has it pulled up. <laughs> the ingredients are lemongrass, lavender, eucalyptus, frankincense, rosemary, almond, and rose water. You guys, mm. I actually sprayed it on Asante before we started. <laughs> Did? <laughs> it's the only way I made it through this episode. Right? And it's an empath blend that's perfect for highly sensitive people who tend to be sponges for other people's energy. That's most of us. This blend, as she states, allows you to stay connected to your heart center while at the same time releasing any energy that does not belong to you. It will ground you as well as bring you back into alignment. So she's mixed it. It's, a, it's essential oils and herbs. It clears your energy field, improves your mood. It helps you prepare to cleanse. You know, right before going to work, I tend to spray myself with it right before I leave the house. Just to kind of remind myself to be centered and no matter what I'm going to deal with today, that's fine. It has nothing to do with me. And I think the smell of the spray, because I've set it to that feeling, as soon as I know my mind has to set that feeling of like someone coming at me or whatever it is, I just spray it on myself, which I know to the outside world, they'll be like, what is this girl doing? I want something just to be petty and spray myself when motherfuckers <laughs> getting on my nerves. So they almost know like, mm -hmm. oh shit, he sprayed himself. But I'm telling you, it that really works. the move. Right? <laughs> It is amazing. It has really been life-altering for me. Haas knows that I am, well, I was, I should say, highly sensitive to people's opinions. And I've been shifting that so much by, A, minding my own business more, B, just focusing on what I'm doing, and C, just remembering that people's opinions, like Dustin was saying about mm -hmm. the comments, is simply that, their opinions. And it should not shift my work, should not shift my own thoughts. And as long as I know what I'm creating for and about and why, then that's all that matters. You know, I know the intention and having uh, medicine like this to kind of like fortify those feelings is just so nice, you guys. If you've been using Palo Santo, which a lot of you have, I'm so happy, <laughs> right? Asante has his own little bundle. Sure did. Thanks, friend. Right? <laughs> Um, this to me is like a cool tag team. I think it just works so nicely together. I trust her. She 
is really amazing what she does. She has good intentions, a really good, clear heart. You have to be careful when you're buying crystals and herbs and oils from people because you don't really know who they are. (laughs) Right. Because you can't buy your herbs from everybody now. (laughs) I'm just... And I think with her, she just y'all such seen a clear... like Voorhees. <laughs> Sorry, Fred. <laughs> Go oh ahead, Fred. Go ahead, Fred. And not Lisa, but um, I think she's really, really great at what she does, and she sets intentions with everything she makes. It's not mass made, which is the best part. She does it all herself, all by hands, full of so much love and good energy. She, like I said, has read so many books. She has an amazing connection to people. She's like really the heart center of our wellness retreat. I'm so happy that she's a part of it. So to know that she is making these products made with so much. You know when someone cooks for you and you can like feel when they were like in a good mood. Patty! (laughs) Like you can tell the difference of when your parents were in a shitty mood and they made food and you eating and you're like, oh man, she was not in a good mood today. You can tell with things like that. And I think we don't realize with the teas that we buy, with the oils that we buy, with the products that we buy, that people had feelings and intentions while making them. Mm -hmm. So she's an awesome person to purchase from. Full cosign for me. Once again, that's Resonance Apothecary. I would love for you guys to support her. She also has um, herbal tea blends. She has a lot in the store. I am mentioning the empath spray because that's the main one that i use every morning literally i always harass her like i'm about to order more um but she has a, give it out and buy it all friend I know <laughs> no i won't are. i already got listen i told her i was like i'm about to shout you out so let me get my bottles um okay. she also has resin blends which uh i've mentioned before that's the natural sap version of uh incense instead of buying the rolled version Resin Mm. is the natural sap before they even roll it. So you're getting raw incense and it smells so much stronger. It's a pure smell. It burns cleaner. It it burns so much. Maya was at my house. She was like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm at church. (laughs) Because it was like this big fog in the middle of my living room. (laughs) Uh, now look, I need some I of that need damn some incense. Listen, it is—it's the pure sap straight from the tree. So she actually has an amazing blend that she uses at our retreat, and she actually put me on to resins. I didn't even know that was a thing. I always thought incense was just incense. Resins. Yeah, so that she has—it's called the angelic resin blend. Um, like I said, she has herbal loose tea blends. She has sessions, too, if you want to um, book sessions with her one-on-one to, oh. to ask either more questions about her products or to just book healing sessions for yourself. She's just a really great person I to like talk to. I like that she to. sells a bill of tea. Okay. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then she cool. has, you know, she uh, sells the oils as well, if maybe you're someone who prefers body oils. So lots of really great stuff, lots of beautiful ingredients from a really great amazing beautiful person and i had to shout her out because she will be highlighted in my youtube video this saturday with my five favorite self-care rituals and i had to put friend zone on first before youtube got it sorry youtube Friend so that's zone it, first. Right? So, of course, I'll have that link for you guys underneath the SoundCloud, and I will also tweet it out on the Friend Zone Twitter. And that's it for this week's wellness segments. Let's jump over to the music, man. What you got for us today, Asante? 
Oh, you know what that almost sounded like? It almost sounded like Jingle Bells. <clears throat> Not really. Speaking of Jingle Bells, this week's icebreaker for the music segment is going to be a two-parter. What is, what's a good song that you hear that really makes you think about Christmas? Like, every time you hear it, you're like, all right, fuck, it's the holidays. Regardless of it's, like, you know, I'm sure we hear all the songs right now, but it's like the one you hear and you're like, here we go. Mariah Carey. <laughs> and, all out for Christmas. And the other one would be, um, if someone else could sing that song, even if it's a different style or whatever, who would it be and what, what style? Wow. Hmm. What song do I hear and automatically think about Christmas? Or like when you hear it around the holiday season, you're like, oh, fuck. Like you just are in the middle of the the fog and you're like, oh, shit, I got to do my shopping. Because I've been hearing holiday music all time, all this Simply time. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. That song they play in every store every goddamn year at Christmas. <laughs> Simply having <laughs> a wonderful <laughs> Christmas time. How the year. Yes. <laughs> yes. Every. <laughs> I hate that motherfucking song. I, I just want to shoot the speakers like every time I hate it. But if somebody else had to sing it. Being that I hate that song, who would sing it? Probably Azalea Banks. Wow. But you would The Grinch that stole Christmas. Speaking of colorism. Um, <laughs> I think, well, all, uh, all I missions? want for Christmas, I think it would be cool if Miguel sang it. Oh, he would Ooh, kill it, yes. That's yeah. a Did good one. That? I hear it already, and that's a great one. Yes. You know who else I hear mm-hmm. on it? Solange. Let's let Solange sing all oh, for Christmas. Did you you hear, it. hear it? I do. It'd be a soft. Yes. And acoustic. Like cranes in, in the sky ish. Oh, yes. so she's going to get up and she's going to start like throwing snowballs in the middle of performance. <laughs> I like that. That was fun. Okay, wait. You I have, ain't do yours. I have, uh, okay, so Eartha Kid, <laughs> Santa Baby. Mm-hmm. Oh like, God. I'll hear it. Who? <laughs> who? 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 This is, and I don't even like this person. Mind you, I love that song, and when I hear it, I'm like, oh, it's the holidays. You hear Eartha Kitt, and you're like, this is it. I think that Ariana Grande would actually do a really cute tradition of Santa Baby. Because somebody random always does it every year anyway. Kia did it this year. Or Kaya. I'm sorry. Kaya did it this year. You know, I saw people, I got tagged a couple times, and I I didn't click it. It's the jam. (laughs) Is it? Yes. You're going to love it. What I does hate she say? Santa good Baby? Music. <laughs> or is it just the song she made up? Santa Baby, lick my butt. <laughs> Santa, Santa Baby. Baby. Like, for real. She's saying vulgar Rudolph, stuff, but it's the jam. Rudolph, Rudolph, mm-hmm. Rudolph, Rudolph, red nose now. Red what nose what now. I couldn't handle was the fact that she was painting her toenails in the video. I Ew. just, I don't want to see Kaya's feet. And I'm a feet person, but I don't want to see Kaya's feet at all. Oh, but you know what else I love during the holiday season? Not a song, but it always, when I see it, I'm like, it's Christmas is coming. What? The Victoria's Secret, uh, Tell Me You Love Me. The fashion show, yes. But when I see them commercials, them bitches be like, tell me you love me. Uh, Tell me I'm the only one. Excite me. Excite me. Like, them bitches be getting me going, walking around (laughs) that big-ass house looking good as fuck. What if Red from Bad Girls Club was in that video? I want to walk with you. Tell me you love me. (laughs) Excite me. Speaking of Bad Girls, never mind. What if Hillary Clinton was in that commercial? No. Tell me you love me. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god tell me I'm the one tell me I'm the one <laughs> and then Melania comes right behind her tell me I'm the one tell me you love me <laughs> tell me it boy talk I'm the one. Oh my god you guys 
<laughs> this is a great fucking episode of the Friend Zone. This is my I love most it. favorite. I'm movie. never going to see. So, I'm coming in here tired every week. All the from time. Now on. I don't even need no Palo Santo. <laughs> I'm coming in here every week sleepy. This is great. I love this show. I love my job. Christmas time. <laughs> I Simply hate that song. Having. And okay. now that you've said don't it, you, they ugh. play it at my job. It's one of the songs that comes on. So when you said, I was like, I don't know, but when and you, you know sang exactly it, what I'm yes. about. don't you hate it? <laughs> yep. And now. Uh, What's the name of that Temptation song where they be jamming? Hey, Rudolph! They be they jam. Is it the 12th? I don't know. It's a Christmas song by the Temptations. Mm-hmm. Uh, Why don't you come my sleigh? It's the jam. Look it up. That's okay. your homework. homework. Find that Christmas song. I feel like you haven't given homework in a long I time. I haven't. I haven't. Well, I also really like the little drummer boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get the draws for rum pum pum pum. Oh God, not this remix. Rum pum pum pum. Rum pum pum pum. Come on, come on. Rum pum pum. Do your rum do it pum. Yeah, maracas. So am I the only person who felt like maracas should have been a Christmas like instrument? Maracas should be. They should be restricted to Christmas time because they just sound like Christmas. I don't think they sound like sleigh bells. Right. It's like the sleigh bells could always be substituted with the maraca because I've seen a production or two where there has been a red and green maraca. Mariah should perform with maracas. Can you imagine her singing all I want for Christmas with maracas? <laughs> on, on TV? Yes. Oh, speaking of TV. With the mic feed. Right. Oh, you're so stupid. <laughs> speaking to get of rum pum pum. Ain't nothing even come on TV this week. The Housewives no. of Atlanta came on, but ain't nothing really happened. Mama watch... Joyce had me laughing, but Mama she always Joyce. has me laughing. Okay, okay. just talk about Mama Joyce, mm-hmm. and I'm going to chime in. Mama Joyce is just one of the people who will keep us watching the Real Housewives of Atlanta because she's so unpredictable. Yes. Mama Joyce can be nice. She can be nice, nasty. She can be mean, whatever. I think that she still got some words for Kenya at the reunion about Kenya telling Sheree that she had a tired ass Mama Joyce wig on. Now, to me, it really wasn't like mean or or something that was nasty toward Mama Joyce. If she really wanted, on a petty note, if she really wanted to like just get Sheree and Mama Joyce in one swipe, she should just been like with that Mama Joyce ass wig on. Like that's what she should have said. <laughs> and then Candy would have got up and not just talked about it with a mouthful of food. She would have hit her with that rap she was eating. So that's yeah. what she should have said. She said it's sitting whatever. right next to Candy. Is she gonna have a spinoff? Who? Mama Joyce? She should. No, she's too evil for her, her own sisters. show. <laughs> she oh, went. I love them. I love the aunts. The Me old too. lady the game. Aunts. The one with the rounder face, the shorter Bertha. one. She's so mean. I love Bertha. Why is she so Bertha mean? Be sitting, Bertha is the old lady in me. She, because uh, Bertha be sitting up just like this, and they be like, Bertha, what you gonna do? Nothing. Yeah, <laughs> like she's just so and throws her head back in everything. Mean. Oh, my God. You like, have the right to be at that age. Ooh, I know uh, Aunt Bertha, too. I be like, damn, Aunt Bertha? Like, I know I can be kind of, you know, but like Aunt <laughs> Bertha just don't give a... Not a one. Oof. Not one. Okay, so the reason I wanted to talk about Mama Joyce was mm-hmm. because on this episode... And I love Mama Joyce. She's evil, but she really wants a peach. I really mm-hmm. can see it in her hand. But she really showed me this week she could have one by being nice. Yes. She was nice to Candy and took the... She's not watching the baby overnight from what we've seen. She just watches the baby Yeah, overnight. she ain't one of them grandmothers. But she came to get the baby and set up a whole little thing for Candy and Todd with Candy's sex toys and things, which was really awkward. <laughs> real, real awkward. 
But it was the fact that Mama Joyce was so nice to set something up for the both of them and make it, like, about them. It wasn't like, yeah, Todd, you ain't putting it down. And Candy, like, she just did something real nice and just went on about her business. And I just appreciated that from her because she does not do that a lot. She been having me rolling. When she was on the phone with Candy, when Candy was on the phone with Block and Mama (laughs) Joyce was making a, like, a counting money gesture with her hands, she's like, that's going to be your money. Your money. That's how she was doing while Candy was going through an emotional just venting session with her daughter's father Mm -hmm. who looked like a block it's so appropriate when his name fits but so that was good what else did i watch this week what else came on um nothing i don't know tv just wasn't i ain't tv didn't give me nothing this week but you were busy too. yeah so whatever <laughs> ain't shit changed ain't shit changed oh things are gone oh i gotta watch the westworld season oh this is us is so good though I oh know. yeah you was telling me so about good that. so good so Shout out to everybody that has taken residence in my mentions every time they <laughs> see it's so time. good from the current And comments. don't stop. Don't because stop. Because Crown Keep Royal them needs to give us the check. Because y'all have been buying. From the... now on, when y'all tweet us about so good, so good, because ask. we as a family made that a thing. That's me, Fran Asante, and y'all, the listeners. <laughs> we made so good, so good take off. When you tweet us or tweet me or whoever about it, tag Crown Royal in your tweets from now on. They are all of us some damn money. <laughs> okay. Today's episode of The Friend Zone is also brought to you by Loot Crate. Are you on the hunt for epic gear, housewares, and collectibles this holiday season? The search is over. Loot Crate has an epic range of pop culture items for less than $20 a month. Whether you're shopping for the geek in your life or you are the geek, Loot Crate is the best surprise you know is coming. Every month, there's a different theme and new exclusive items you can only get with Loot Crate. They're always watching. They've designed a system to keep you down. They're meddlesome. Hello, friends. It's time for a revolution. Fight the power and pave the way for a brighter tomorrow with December's Rebellious Crate, featuring exclusive items from Assassin's Creed, Mr. Robot, Firefly, and more. And just for this holiday season, Loot Crate is launching one of their deepest discounts ever. 15% off all Loot Crate subscriptions. So go to LootCrate.com slash friendzone and enter promo code GIFTING15. All one word to save 15% on a new Loot Crate subscription. You've got until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. But when the cutoff happens, that's it. It's over. Again, that's LootCrate.com slash friendzone, promo code G-I-F-T-I-N-G-1-5 to save 15% on a new Loot Crate subscription. Get your holiday geek on with Loot Crate. Thank you one more time to Talkspace for supporting this week's episode of The Friend Zone. Now, if you've ever thought about going to therapy, including you, Molly, from Insecure, but found it too inconvenient, too expensive, or maybe even too embarrassing, because that is a thing for some people, to make it into an appointment in an office then what you're going to do is give Talkspace a try because you can do it from your phone. Talkspace is the online therapy company that makes it easy to connect with a licensed therapist, handpicked just for you for as little as $32 a week. Using Talkspace, you can text, audio and video message, or however you want to communicate with your own therapist as much as you want. Your Talkspace therapist can listen to you vent about work, family, friends, fuck buddies, whatever, and explore your relationships with the people around you and help you put yourself on the path to a happier life. To sign up or to learn more, go to Talkspace.com zone. 
And as a special offer for our listeners, you can use coupon code ZONE to get $30 off your first month and show your support for this podcast. That's Z-O-N-E and Talkspace.com slash ZONE. Talkspace, therapy for how we live today. So let's jump into this week's Ask, I always want to say listener letter. Oh, my God. Asking for a friend. Okay. What do you have for us Don't know there? what show you want, friend. It's <laughs> me. Oh, well, don't forget, you know, for this week's listener letter, don't forget to send it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, don't forget to email us at thefriendzone at loudspeakersnetwork.com every time you want to tell us about all of your business and send us all sorts of fun, really random oh, things in. Or email us about business. Send that to thefriendzone that at loudspeakersnetwork.com. That to that also always <laughs> shout out to nike <laughs> all right this email which is funnily enough uh, the subject is asking for a friend wrong show need to fight negative energy at work hello friend zone peeps i love this podcast and you all have changed my life for the better creatively and personally i've done a lot of self-reflection recently and now i have a soothing ritual before getting to work where i listen to music and read on my commute This calms me down and gets me ready to face a very busy film production office. I work directly with a media technician who is older and male, and I can tell there are lots of things in his personal life that makes him unhappy. Sometimes this comes out unexpectedly, and he explodes at clients and calls other people working in our office bad names under his breath, (laughs) which, which leaves negative nasty vibes in our small office. He never gets loud with me because he knows better, but I can't help but feel the vibes and it throws me off. Last week, Tuesday, I walked into the office, took my coat off, and before I could sit down, he was already at his desk going on and on about a client and how dumb they are. I was so happy when I came into the office and ready to rule the day, but as soon as I heard these words, it broke down my whole mood and left a thick, heavy, negative layer on the room. We work in a small production office, and there is nowhere else I can sit to get my work done, so I'm stuck in a very close area. I've spoken to the president of the company, not on a snitch tip, But more of a, hey, I'm the manager of this office and I have some things I need to speak about. But nothing has been done and I do not want this person to get fired because they are a huge part of the company. Are there any tips on how to deal with this? Any oils, friend? Any breathing techniques you can recommend for getting me out of this web of negativity while sitting in my office? Thanks in advice for the, ooh, thanks in advance for the help. Pull up Esau and Insecure. When they was getting at Molly's neck in that, in that hot tub, <laughs> next time you hear them him talking about people or whatever, go on and get at him. Well, what about you with them goddamn easy spirits on? You be wearing up in the office every damn day. What about that? And Why what you about when you dumb? CC on the emails, you don't know how to be CC. And you don't want stealing food out the refrigerator every goddamn day. <laughs> you ain't bought your lunch since the 60s. And every day I <laughs> see you in here with a plastic fork and knife. <laughs> get him. And quit copying me on stupid ass emails too that I don't need to see. You already know the answer. <laughs> you know what to do with it. Remember when Insecure? <laughs> where do these go? You know where those go. <laughs> Just watch Insecure. That's my advice. Right. This email can be fixed by you watching Insecure. Well, let me say mine before you go, Beyonce, because I don't have good advice. Um, because <laughs> I mean, the reason that I smoke. Every day before I go to work, Frank Ocean's mama was right. You know, <laughs> I am so unconcerned and so far removed that Damn. I know walking in, you know, it's going to be the BS. Just like how it was part of your ritual to calm down. I actually, part of my morning ritual just to like the morning was, you're going to smoke when you wake up. So wake up. The sooner you wake up, the sooner you can get high. All right, boom. Now I'm up. I'm up on time because I'm getting high on time, right? So it's like now you high. Now you got to go to work and deal with people you don't like. What the fuck do I got to do? You just have to figure out how to arm yourself 
And um, it sounds like you know how to arm yourself to prepare for work. It's just about how you're going to, you know, do the battle. Doing the battle, like Dustin said, you just really have to lay out how you're going to do it. Just just give the ball back to the person. If you feel like you, you're, you're having friction, just politely drive it right back. And maybe in a way, because this person is so negative, you can drive it back to them in some positive ways. Like, let's say they're talking about something and somebody and something that they, they did wrong. Let's say you drive it back to them and say, well, how could you have done this differently? Could you have asked someone else? Could you have emailed a different department? Blah, blah, blah. And if they just keep getting loud with you, <laughs> you're just going to have to learn how to disconnect from them in a really polite polite way. Like, all right, they're venting and they're about to start talking about something. Now I'm going to disconnect here when they start talking so I can ha- be feel better after that. That's what I'd be doing in my everyday. See, told you I have good advice for him. <laughs> I mean, I agree. The old oh me, the old me would have said because he's someone that you have to be around because it sounds like you want to stay in that job. I would have said you should talk to him because sometimes people need to be talked to. Like you know, you can sit with him. I don't know how close you guys are. Prepare if you yourself feel, for that talk, though. If you feel comfortable, if he tell you he got cancer or something, you know. Right. I mean, but that also is a bit of self sacrifice, which I have the bad mm. habit of doing. We so that's talk why. About- Right, which I have the bad habit of doing, of feeling like because someone else in their world, they're clearly struggling or going through it, then I feel like I have this desire (laughs) to plug myself in and give them energy. And I'm also in a space now where I'm trying to not do that as much. And like Asante said, it's more about disconnecting from people's timelines and their energy because I really can't carry the weight of other people's energy anymore. It's very stifling and tiring and exhausting, and I have shit to do. So I think, you know, like I said, the old me would have said talk to him. If that resonates with you and you feel like you should, then, hey, go for it. But if you don't feel like it, because honestly, it's not your obligation and not your problem, I say uh, stick with your rituals and figure out a way to just instead of viewing him as negative just remember that if he's coming in with all that energy his life at home Mm. (laughs) must be a mess and i'm not saying pity him because you shouldn't pity anybody but just kind of view it in those terms as opposed to being like ugh, he's so negative just be like damn that's what he get now he gotta go home to that bullshit that's what he get for being (laughs) mean to me that's what you're saying no like just being like damn that sucks that his home life and real life must be so bad that it's spilling over to work life like he doesn't laugh like cackle right (laughs) Ah, right friend not cackle (laughs) but it might make you view him differently Mm -hmm. you know where you're just like I don't know what's going on with you bro but it's clear that it's not good nobody partakes in shitty behavior like because that's tiring for him. I'm sure he doesn't feel good doing that, but he's probably used to it. Maybe someone talks to him like that. You don't know. He probably lives with his mom. <laughs> she probably talks to him crazy. There's a lot of storylines <laughs> that you have no idea. Yo, for real. You really don't know. You just never know. So that could be some bully from from middle school that he's still holding on to. Lord only knows. So I say, like Asante said, put on your headphones. <laughs> Yeah. Focus on your work. And and you can focus on your work. I work in a restaurant full of people and we all find different we. I say that cuz I'm a part of it. We all find different reasons to complain just because. Yeah. I had to stop and say 
like people are like, oh, it's too damn busy, blah, blah, blah. Like, wait a minute, I'm leaving with cash today. Right? This is too damn busy. I ain't going too damn busy. Hell yeah, I was tired as hell. But I, was I was just having that conversation earlier, actually, with, with Haas, because we were talking about how hard it is to stay in your own timeline when you're surrounded by negativity, because that's something I go through with, you know, being that I have this timeline where like I have these things I want to do and these things that I read and these things that I feel, I share it online. People, um, you know, have their opinions on it. That's fine. Like I'm learning to disconnect from people's opinions of what I'm doing. And I think that's way healthier than the self-sacrificing aspect of Mm. feeling the need to talk to people and make them understand you. Like, I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> I'm just like... I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. And I, I've, um, Kaz I was saying that, that a life of service does not mean you have to sacrifice yourself. Hello, kitty. Good night, cat. <laughs> and that you, just friend. resonated with me so much because I'm the queen of self-sacrifice. I always want everyone to understand everything. And let's be. figure it out. And let's talk. And now I'm like, oh, we don't understand. Okay, cool. Well, wish you well on your way and wish me well on mine. And that's... Fabulous. Hell My yeah. life has been moving so much faster. So, like I said, just. You feel stick- like hiding in that gift where she just skips off? Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, I just think, or that, that gift with the guy dancing down the street, like he's just skipping. Have you seen it? Uh-huh. Oh my God, it's so funny. I'll find it and show or the you. The gift after. with Katie got bands in that gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Imagine me on that gift with the gun. <laughs> Old friend, if Katie got bands asked you to be in one of her videos, would you do it? I don't even know who that is. Only if she come on the friend zone <laughs> without the gun. Okay. <laughs> no, but if your life feels good and you sound like you're happy and doing your thing, then focus on that. Focus yeah. on your own timeline and whatever his is, just wish him well and keep it moving. This is part of your ninja training. See? It is. It's because all you know what? Because you take sound you like off track. it is. Because you sound like you're getting everything else mm-hmm. squared away, and you just got this one little thing. And then, that's, and then God is like, know, here, worry about so, this. Let's so maybe see. it's part of your ninja training. Once you get the, you might feel like once I get his mood turned around and get it back, every part's gonna be perfect. That might not be the case. Nope. But it does still matter to get this part on track. I just want you to know that. Okay. So, no, just stay happy. That's so, your only job. So don't say if I save them, I then it's going to be perfect. I just want you to know. <laughs> so hopefully that helps. The last thing we have is the black business. What do you have for us today, Asante? <clears throat> First and foremost, I want to shout out all you awesome people that email us. I'm really, really jealous because this person emailed us probably a week or two ago. About a week or two ago. About a week ago. A week ago. <laughs> That's two weeks. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> anyway. Um... <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> We're calling this episode Delirious. Oh, yes, for real. <laughs> That's Super. the title of the episode. Super Delirious. Oh, um, goddamn tired. Oh. Shout out to Essence Hayes. She is the owner of... I know her. <laughs> See, look, you know everybody. I do, I really do. Connected the plug. Damn, you gonna give me some hands, huh? She's, um, she's the shit. Shout out to Essence Hayes. Uh, go to the IG at Coloring Pins. And uh, she is out here making some really, really dope enamel pins and accessories. And there are people, it celebrates people of color and black culture. 
And it's, you know, we, I love pins now. If anybody knows me, I just randomly love it, little accessories for no ass reason. And pins are just so cool. And she's got patches and it's the new trend. She's got these really, really cool uh, Daria ones which, with an afro. But instead of Daria, it's Zaria. <laughs> I love it. And you remember Zaria from Paris. And it's cute. You know I forgot to get one. So it's just a lot of really, really cool, uh, cute, cool stuff. So if you're looking for something cute and cool to go on your coat this season and your jeans, you feel me? Perfect timing is now we have our coats and jackets. And... That's right. The holiday season, too. Tell so. them about the pen that had the pink oil moisturizer and the, um, what <laughs> oh, yes. and yeah, the, the, I love that one. That is yes. funny. I know it sounds like it's I'm like cracking a, a joke, lotion. but I'm not. This no, is serious and it's, it's so there's dope. A, there's a black ass <laughs> pen on, on the website and it's got like the uh, the pink lotion thing on Let's, there. It's got and Let's the, Jam, pink oil moisturizer, and what else? And it says the goat, like you're the greatest of all time at like doing <laughs> hair or something, right? Yeah. I love it. It's like. Yes, she's lit. She be lit. <laughs> right, it's really dope. So they have some really cool stuff on this website. Yeah, like, love somebody it. with some cornrows on the back. Yeah, the keychains. What was the website again? It's going to be coloringpins.com and it's a it's a big cartel. So you know, just go ahead and support us because we don't have a lot of spaces to where we can just do stuff on our own. I so love I'll, it. Me too. Shout out once more to Essence, and you said that you're going to send some in, but you don't have to do that because actually I'm going to just buy some. Yeah, let's do yeah. I really like doing that. And the Zarya one comes in the activist pen as well. Where her <laughs> hair, mm-hmm. but the Zarya, the activist pen's hair is straight. No, I'm just playing. You know, someone's always going to have something to say about something. That was <laughs> you should have did. Well, bitch, you make a pen. <laughs> okay. Well, you make it. Where's then. your big cartel? Right. Well, that's it. <laughs> and we got a little show. one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you guys have any church announcements Hell before no, we get I'm out of here? <laughs> oh, that's the announcement. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Boston. It thank was such a great time. For the read live. And thank, and thank you, you, thank you, to thank DC you, DC. For the friend zone live. DC showed such the a big, fuck awesome out. show. Loved thank it, you to loved everyone. It, and it. thank you to the young lady that was so gifted and painted those pictures of us. Yes. yes. I'm in love with my, oh my every, more and more every day. Thank you so much for that. Oh my God. I'm not going to lie. My picture, it sits up. Um, and y'all know how I felt about the picture on the cover. But it literally sits up. And when I smoke in the morning, I smoked this morning and I looked at it and it's me smiling. I'm not lying. I looked up to me smiling. And, you and smiled? I started smiling. Because <laughs> I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so I was like, it's funny part of myself. So that's part of your, your self. <laughs> look, I, 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 look, look, I, I was smoking, I looked up, and I was like, I was like, that's some high shit. Let me tell you why that's funny. Let me tell you why that's funny to me, right? Let me tell you why that's funny to me. Have y'all ever seen self-care, Happy Gilmore? Hashtag self care. Have yeah. you seen? Remember at the end when Chubbs died, his friend from golf, and at the very end, him and the alligator and the other guy was waving from heaven at the end. At the end of Happy Gilmore, they was they was looking down on Gil, on Gilmore, and they was like. They was waving and smiling. And so when you said you looked up, and I was like, yeah, that's what it made me think Look, about. Justin. Yes, homework. Watch the very end of Happy Gilmore. There's oh a scene God. where the black guy, the golfer, and the alligator are waving at Adam Sandler from the sky, from heaven, like they've died. It's the funniest shit in the world. So. Yeah. Well, that's it for us. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Keep we love tuning you in. So much. You'll never know what city we're going to be in next. Need to that's go right. get some sleep. So mm-hmm. we are out of here, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye, and y'all. Happy holiday. Bye. Bye.